0: What a special occasion we have here! You sirs. have no idea. You know what? I think that you should do the introduction because it would be it wouldn't be right if I did it. Well, so
1: please. Who are we with? Right we now, we are with the one, the only Stephen Rosner, who represents me. He is my agent, along with a lot of other like great who, Chris? people: Phil Sims, Boomer Asay, Howie Long. Chris Collinsworth. And some others in his past that Ron we will Darling, get to. Tom
0: Brenneman, Brian Greasy, Bob Papa. And exactly. Norm. Yes.
1: And uh, you know, listen, he's he is my agent. <laughs> All right, that's enough. But I've known him for a while, <laughs> and this is what's great. I mean, Steve.
0: Steve unfortunately, I have seven paragraphs here, but I really want to do is like
1: how we. You know how like our phone calls go the same way every time. What it's, do you mean? I do the same. T- ring, I, ring. It rings, and then you answer the phone, and you say, "What? Do you even know it?"
2: Hello, Christopher. He goes, Christopher?
1: And I go, (laughs) Stephen? It starts like that every time. Well, that
0: Uh, means that you're part of the family. Yes. I've learned that if you call Chris Christopher, you're part of the family.
2: Yeah, but I don't call his father dad everybody calls not Phil me dad. not me only people in the family that's the yes. separation it there. is weird is it right? was, i
0: talked to sims yeah. about the chris about this when we were out in california i said i thought about this your your mom's sisters call your dad dad and and people that are the same age as him call him dad it's a thing it Phil is sims.
2: it's weird Diana calls her husband dad. Yes. 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 That is... That's so why I... you're
0: here, Steve. We need the information. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you coming in, going top-button swag.
2: Yeah. Uh, just in honor of Chris, but that's enough of that.
0: Uh, you Because the- I man. tell him
2: all the time, it doesn't look good, but... You know, I'm an older guy, and he's like a young hipster.
0: That's where we're learning that at NBC too. They're coming around to it. Yeah, also. Oh
2: yeah, they're
1: cool. I mean, this thing ain't getting unbuttoned just because of some peer pressure from Steve Rosner. That's not happening. <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> so, I mean, were, were, how long have you guys known each other
1: now? Uh, we just were going over this. 21 years. I knew of him for a while. I knew the name. I never knew exactly because my mom always used to go like, "Oh, Phil. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> oh, Daddy." <laughs> You should have that Steven Rosner represent you. He seems like he's such a good agent. Oh, really? Yes. yes. So you weren't
0: always Phil's agent?
2: No, not during his playing days. Uh, I knew Phil. I uh, represented one of, uh, or a couple of his teammates uh, over the years, and I would. Get to events with Phil, and I would meet him then, and just a casual hello, and he knew Can I... would talk your ear off? No, he was kind of like, uh, you know, he was a stud then. I mean, oh, okay. you know, he was still playing, and he was a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. You know, i try to get an autograph every once in a while, you know, to give to somebody, but sure. that's about it. But, um, so, yeah, and then, um, after he retired, um, him and my partner Frank Bruno had a relationship, and Phil came to our office, uh twice for two years in a row so four times um talking about us representing him and each mm. time he just said you know i'm just too loyal to the guy i'm with right now right. which i really respected of uh and then the third year he says well let's meet and i said well phil you know, you know, <laughs> you you know it's enough here. lunches already. Let's, yeah. you know, let's do it or not do it. And then, you know, he came in, and he was ready to go, and he actually made the call from our office to his former Damn. representative. Yeah. And then the rest hard. is history. Five and, lunches
1: I, with Phil can be expensive. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you only got, he wants two of, the of them were at Angelo's. Oh, so, so, so that's he really, went to town.
2: Yeah, you know, he at least knew that we knew how to eat right. Right. So um, And then, um, and that's really when I, uh, Chris, I believe at that time, was a, a junior in high school. Yeah. And obviously uh getting all the accolades and and the recruiting was uh you know definitely uh hot and heavy at that oh point. So yeah um you know i went to a couple high school games um remember his dad was working so he couldn't go i went once with his uh, brother and once with his mother right and uh and then he you know we all thought he was going to tennessee and then somehow (laughs) he ended up in texas so maybe we (laughs) we don't need to go there but uh and then i saw him a couple times in texas uh went down with your mom once and um one time, separated dad from
1: beating some people up in the parking I lot did. after the Big I, Twelve I, championship I, I, game. I, I did. Stop. I, I, I are, are you did.
2: serious? Yeah. yeah. Can um, we start
0: there? <laughs> we can. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, uh.
2: You know, I remember Phil was doing a game in Miami, and um, right. and we got a private plane so that he could get back and forth. He went to the team meeting during the uh, during the morning, and wow. then we went. I met him in Miami, and then <clears throat> we flew to uh, to Dallas. Uh, for the Big 12 championship, and unfortunately, Chris didn't have one of his better games. By the way, yeah, I always thought this. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Chris was on a run. Yeah, if Chris would have played a little bit better, yeah, they would have went to the Rose Bowl. Right, and I think if he would have played well there. There was a good shot that he was going to be the first pick in the draft.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah, that, that, that game cost me millions of dollars. It probably cost me the Heisman. That's what people don't realize. It was a year where there was no clear-cut winner in the Heisman. Right. And we had won about 10
0: games it's in a row. Jason
1: White, Heisman? Uh,
0: you know what? I think it was Jason White that year. So was this the game where the Roy Williams infamously like jumped over the No, pile? this is no.
1: Colorado Big 12 championship gotcha. game when they became this unbelievable running football team. We had dominated them in the regular season. And as Steve will tell you, we started that game out dominating I
2: thought it was, We were about I, I to steamroll it. I thought it was, really high 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 it was going fill. to be over. No, see, now Phil, Phil didn't go to a lot of games at that point because of his CBS commitment. Yeah. So, you know, we're in the middle of the – of The, the uh, old Dallas uh, Cowboys uh, Texas Stadium. Yeah, right? and, and obviously with all the the uh, Texas fans. And, uh, you know, so – And then when it started to turn a little bit, you know, the people around us I could see looking at us oh, a little yeah. bit differently. You know, somewhere. Calling for Apple White and Apple White. Yeah. Apple White. Right. And and uh, so it got a little bit uncomfortable. But after the game we were we were gonna go see Chris and we had to go through the parking lot. He's and,
0: so recognizable.
2: And, yeah, but there, you know, we had to get to the car we had to go I think this may be after we saw Chris, we had to get to the oh. car so we can get back to the airport to fly back to Miami so right. Phil could do his game on Sunday. I was going to get in the car and and go back. And somebody happened to say something to Phil and he turned around and I just had to get in the middle there or <laughs> it would have gotten real real quickly.
0: So <laughs> Phil has always been to me with Christopher like you go know you're going to you're going to do, you do you got to do you got to handle it whatever. What what changed in him? Like I don't need to know what was said but like cuz Phil's a big dude. Did he get out like he was going to really throw weight around?
2: absolutely yeah it was the first oh, time I ever, ever. i thought he film. legitimately was too I, I, absolutely i mean listen just think about it i mean it's your kid yeah yeah it's your last name yeah they're putting four letter words in front of it yes and you know and you're pissed off because you just had to sit through what we just saw right oh. so you know he's only human oh, um, you know but you know there was definitely a lawsuit waiting to happen damn yeah. and uh <laughs> <There was. laughs> you know so i you know you know I don't do that much lifting, but I, I got in front of yeah, yeah, You're not afraid? Yeah, I, I like definitely that. didn't. Get, I did not get afraid. <laughs> I love My that. time at Parisi's at that point was, was going pretty strong. <laughs> was, oh, legendary yep.
0: I like how you said, oh, yeah, I represented some Giants. You represented the Giant that I'm the most well, interested in. Uh, so first of all, let's before we get to that
1: name, who are the other Giants? I, I, I actually want to hear some of the other names there.
2: Well, there were some guys who I represented exclusively, and then because I represented these guys, the other guys would say, anytime you have something, give me a call. Right, so, Right. Um, I was introduced, uh, I was in the business for about uh, six months, and I was doing financial management. Uh, there was this guy who, um, who was handling money for actors and actresses and, and found and just thought that the athletes started to make real money so why don't I open up a sports division and try to see if I could recruit you know players so I can handle the money sure so at that point I had just finished uh, my grad work at Wagner College which I was also the sports information director at and um, and this guy said uh, you know here's a cubicle and here's a, a salary and start ringing up uh, you know players to come in for wow. me to handle money so uh, I know I was all excited so what I did is I took a Uh, went to the NFL uh, um the uh, Mel Kiper of, of that generation and I uh, Fred Aylstein, was the guy's name and and I was looking up uh, all the top guys and I I spotted this guy by the name of Jamie Dukes uh, and he was a center at uh, Florida he's State he's a broadcaster yeah. now too and, and I knew yeah. that he was going to be at the Walter Camp uh, All-American dinner up at New Haven Connecticut so I went up there and somehow him and I hit it off and he came down and he met with the the financial guy and he says I'm oh, in so I'm all excited this guy two-time All-American I said great my More first important. client you got one in the books my first client this is going to be great yeah. draft day doesn't get drafted okay Damn. so i say wow you know but then he's <laughs> this is jamie dukes he signs up as a free agent and this was a lesson to me is you know you never know yeah he played 14 15 years in the nfl he wow. got two super bowl rings right uh, he's in the media now yeah and he was just a great guy um so after that um, uh, a friend of mine who uh, was from my hometown of Bayonne, New Jersey, was uh, had tickets at um, at the Nets. And he says, you know, I've become friendly, friendly with this, uh, with this football player, and he's looking for somebody to maybe handle his stuff and do some promotional stuff, which was really my background. He said, would you be interested to meet with him?" He said, yeah. I, he says, uh, would you like to know who it is? I said, yeah, that'd be good, too. He said, Lawrence Taylor. So uh, we went out to dinner. We went out to the Palm in the city, and uh, we sat around the table. And at the end of the conversation, I said to Lawrence, listen, I've been doing this for like 10 minutes. Right. Uh, <laughs> just, give me, just give me six months. And he says you got three months, and three <laughs> months turned into shy of twelve years. So what yeah. year was that for Lawrence? Like he was already had a year or two in, or yeah, it was nineteen eighty four. Nineteen
1: eighty
0: four.
2: Yeah, I was. And 20- He was uh, unrepresented before that. He had some. Low, he had some guy in uh, who was doing his contract in uh, in Houston. Wow. Uh, and um, and then here I came, and we opened up uh, LT Enterprises, and uh, I started you know dialing, and then the first thing he did, to, he said, I want to have a. Um, a holiday dinner uh, for all the linebackers and their wives. Hmm. So I found a place, and he said, "Come on." And he introduced me to Carl Banks, and then I started representing Carl. Man. And uh, Carl, he couldn't—I mean, couldn't be two opposite human beings be.
1: playing the same position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right.
2: Take
0: me, take me through them. Uh, yeah. You
2: know, uh, you know, Lawrence never trained or worked out. Carl was always training and worked mm. out. Lawrence, always on just his uh, ability and his instincts. Carl had to study it a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, and then from a business standpoint. Carl's a uh, quiet, reserved guy. Abso- Lawrence is absolutely wearing and leather then- pants out to the club. That's correct, right. but I never had a Now you guys are too young. I never had to wait online at the China Club when I was representing Larchtail. <laughs> I, well, I, I bet you. ever, ever. I, that's Tyson, a- you know, you all of them were in there. I mean, really? that, it was Monday nights at the China Club. That was the spot. That, yeah, that, I've heard that of was, the China that, Club. That was but. the spot. It was on Seventy uh, Eighth Street and Broadway. And you know, Tuesdays were off days, so who knows. Man, and you'd go there Monday night, yeah, and, and it'd then, be you know, who's who in New York then, City. And then now I represent Ron Darling, uh, who's yeah. the announcer for the Mets and Turner. And right. you know, he says, "I can't believe I met you there because I was there every Monday night. You know, at the same time. Wow. You know, yeah. half the Met team was in there. That's at the that thing that, point, that kills right? me about
0: living in New York now is missing out on that era of partying in New York City. Yeah, it's pretty. Crazy. I don't know if I would have done it all the time. I don't think I'd have it in me to do every Monday night, but. Right to think just those names you said right there
2: yeah but you know it was just more i mean lawrence um you know people ask me and i have the standard line ask me about lawrence taylor yeah and you know my it's very simple you'll never hear one bad word out of my mouth never about lawrence taylor because you've never heard him say never. that it, 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 i've it, heard it, that line it, it, nine
1: million times if it wasn't for him
2: if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have my career right <laughs> it's, it's, you know i mean it's a really I cool guy 20, to be associated with i it. was 26 years old it, it 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 uh gave me um really the introduction of how to deal with the media how to think on my feet mm-hmm. how to deal with management you know i was meeting with mr mara i was 27 28 years old and um Coach Parcells? That's
1: hilarious. Just thinking of you and Wellington Mara in the same I room. I mean, Coach Parcells, I <laughs> oh. mean, you know. What when was he, he saying, saying to you?
2: Lawrence <laughs> can't own the strip club behind Giant Stadium. Uh, that's, he he I said, trying he, to get it? And, Hold on. and I said, he doesn't own it. He said, Steve, he might not own it, but he owns it, right? <laughs> so I just saw Coach Parcells up in Saratoga about, about, this. about two weeks ago. And him and I were <laughs> A there, bit there's about a strip club on Giants Stadium. There, there yes, used to be. There used called to be called the bench.
1: The, was it the bench? It was something <laughs> yeah. else later on in the it's days. The satin dolls, yeah. maybe. As I got older,
0: right? Okay, I don't know. I, I can't remember know. either. But so Chris was there. On
1: but them. no, yeah. I really never was. But it was. It was on the way to giant Stadium. You could not go to giant Stadium without, without passing this. The bench. Yes. But coach, he does not own it. <laughs> but that was my line but he does not own it somebody right. else owns it and gives so, him the money for so, it wow, so I you, know, I, I
2: you know I never really represented uh, players for their contracts I thought my point of difference was doing first a financial management but then you know marketing and sponsorship deals so that means I could go to other agents and work with their clients Mm-hmm. Um so that was cuz they were my... going to
0: be getting a cut of your d- your new deal anyway.
2: Not necessarily, but it was going to keep their clients happy. Gotcha. That they at least had somebody cuz most of those agents at that point were not they didn't were not set up to do that, but right. that was my background. Yeah,
0: they were doing a football contract.
2: Correct. So, uh so uh, I did do one NFL contract. And it and was I, Lawrence Taylor's last contract. <laughs> Tell so, him what you asked for, Steve. <laughs> I will. So I walk in there, and George Young, I'm in the on in the, in the office, and George Young comes in. He says, "Okay, what do you want?" <laughs> so I said, "1993." This I is, I said, right? "You just signed Phil Simms for 2.5 million dollars. I want one more dollar than Phil Simms and
0: 2.500001. Yes,
2: and." George says, "I can't give you that, but I'll give you the same thing." I said, "Okay, done." Wow! So that negotiation took less than thirty seconds. Wow! Phil setting the market—that's it. And but L- then we got into it. didn't
1: I, deserve I, to be paid like Phil at that I, point in his career, but I, I, that's hard for me to
2: say either way. I no, don't, no comment yeah. until the time <laughs> limit is up. Uh, but I, uh, but, but, but I did, money. but I did, but I did say, "Hey, listen." After I agreed to it, I said, "However, let's talk about." Some bonuses and I said I'm sure Phil's got a lot of them but you know I got my defensive guy who doesn't have it he says Steve (laughs) take the money (laughs) I'll throw a couple in there I'll let you know and that was it and I I walked out of the office and uh, called Lawrence up and I told him he was the Highest paid we New do. York Jets. <laughs> that's that's so awesome. That's amazing. With Phil Sims, by the way. With yeah. Phil Sims, that's great.
1: Uh, and they all—they both retired at the end of that season. They went it. out together. They went out together. The yeah. stories
0: that I've heard from Phil and from Chris about Lawrence just as a person—it's become so endearing in the way that how did this person live life like this but still perform at that level? And I've never really heard anyone say anything bad about him. But you're on this side where you're kind of want to protect him, right? So. As all these crazy things are happening, what's it like for you? Are you telling Lars, "Hey, calm down"? Or are you telling, La- or are you realizing the media? <laughs> yeah, what is a was, way? yeah,
1: what was the overall experience? I know you're not going to tell nitty gritty details. Yeah, We've told I'm stories. Not, I'm, not, I'm not telling. Dad's told a few funny stories. I, 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 there's no there's um, no
2: stories to be yeah. told. But I I will say this: I'm two months older than the guy. Right. All right. And you know, we grew up in kind of the same era. Um, you know, and I. I think that's one of the things that he appreciated, that I was open-minded mm-hmm. uh, to some of the things that he was doing, not not drugs or anything right. like that, right. but just how he carried on his life. Not to say I was going to carry on my life like that, but at least to be open-minded and saying, you know, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. You know, I'm not his father. I'm his yeah. representative. And, you know, with a, young, a lot of young guys, including one Christopher Sims, I have to remind him at times I am not his father. I just have to give him my guidance and my thought and let them make their own decisions me like a son sometimes though go ahead i i, I don't blame you on my tax return. first of all i consider you a younger brother a thing. younger brother okay um but uh with lawrence um you know sometimes it was trial and error yeah and it was sometimes that um you know after a while he he realized that maybe some of the advice I was giving him was good. Mm. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but maybe some of them. And um, two things. One is that I remember is that his wife called me up one time and saying, Steve, I, I just want to let you know there's a lot of people in Lawrence's life. But I know if he's in a really a, a, a bad spot or he needs somebody, you're the first call he's going to make. Right. Mm. So I, I, that made me feel really good That's gotta that feel people... Uh, have that kind of feeling that you can get something done and that you really care about the person. Um, so that, that was one of the things, I mean, just off the cuff that I, uh, that I remember about those times and I was building a business, you know, I was single. I was, I was spending all my time on my business and Lawrence helped me business, uh, build it. I mean, at one point I had Carl and Lawrence. And some Philadelphia Eagles that were pretty promising. Seth promised. Joyner. Seth Joyner and Clyde Simmons. Damn. So, so you're like the nastiest
0: we, we, four dudes in
2: the a, NFL. A, a, and, and, like, everybody on the team, I mean, I probably did, like, 30, 40 appearances for Mike Quick, and oh, wow. and, and 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 kind of ironic uh, because of my partner Frank's relationship. Randall Cunningham, I was at his wedding and still involved with him. He's a really he's a he's the he's man. An, he's an interesting guy. He's awesome. We he had Cunningham. a
0: Denzel son in here who's the actor in the yeah, yeah, Black yeah. Klansman, and he grew up idolizing Randall Cunningham. Yeah, I could he, I, he was I, just I could a see game changer.
2: Yeah. yeah, but what I did was this. Since I had the Philly guys and I had the New York guys, what I did, and I started recruiting, and he said, you know, I'm a Jersey guy. I, I, very rarely am I going to connect with a guy from Southern California. I'm just right. just not going to do it as far as, it would cost me a lot of money to recruit them and whatever, so best business thing. So what I did is I researched the top 20, college football players that grew up anywhere from South Jersey to the tip of Connecticut. And I went out to there, and I recruited them, and I used – the Lawrence Taylor's, the Carl Banks. I remember, uh, and we, we laughed together uh, to this day about this, Ricky Prohl. Ricky Prohl's father was a giant season ticket holder. It could have been like the easiest recruit of all time. I really? met him at the Blue Gray game. He went to Wake Forest. He came up to New York. Lawrence had just opened his restaurant. We went to there, and then uh, Lawrence came over and said hello. Two minutes later, Ricky Prol's it was down. done. <laughs> it was so locked. it was Ricky Prol keith sims who was from jersey who played with the dolphins eric williams who later sure. played for dallas he grew up i didn't in, realize he had eric in, williams. In, in philadelphia he went to central ohio he mm. was a small yeah, school right this kid scott conover he went to purdue played for detroit so at one point i was you know i was just being smart about it you yeah. know just recruiting guys that they said oh lawrence taylor and Carl Banks or Seth yeah. Joiner and, you yeah. know, Seth from uh, Rockland County. So, you know, I would, you know, go over and see a couple it's players from It's funny to me
0: that you could sit there with like a piece of paper and you're like looking up Jersey guys and New York guys. That's how open it was. Now it's like they're
2: trying to sign kids at seventh grade. Yeah, but you, you want to know something. The, the other thing is, is that, you know, just like anything else, you, you got to have a plan. You, you gotta have a plan I remember it's, you told It's, me nothing, that one it's nothing like That's it,
0: his it. line isn't it You gotta have a plan That's definitely the Steven <laughs> line I like that Hey it's, it's the truth though It's worked That's what I tell young people Christopher <laughs> Steven <laughs> So there's a plan A and a plan B always. You don't need to give me a story of craziness with LT. Yeah. I just want to know a story that shows how famous he was, whether right. it's at the Chinese club that you went, holy crap. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, just expound on all of it, because I I think it is people want to hear that stuff. Not that you have to tell every detail, but were you in amazement of him too, knowing what yeah. he was doing off the field and going, damn, I know what he did Friday night, and he still got three sacks on Sunday. That's
2: unbelievable. Well, listen, I, I, I'm just going to tell you, and again, I, I'm not here to, you know, we're not, yeah, we're to, not to give we're out any stories or make any no, headlines. No, we're not here for that. First either. of all, I will say this: yeah. thank God that social media wasn't oh. back then. That's. I'll start with that. I don't think Lawrence would be upset if I said that. Yeah. That's one. <laughs> Two is, um, you know, he he was a freak. Yeah. In a good way. You know? Yeah. He was just physically better yeah. than everybody. Yeah. He's everybody. Generational. I would say this. There's. I'll give you two quick stories, and then we can move on to something Please. else. Yes. All right? We Deal.
0: And then we'll take it week on the
2: Everybody talks about his shoulder injury in New Orleans, but right. I was with him all week. Right. And I was putting on his coat, and I was putting on his shirt and the guy could have moved I mean what was the story since this is New Orleans 1988 my
1: dad actually doesn't play in this game because he's hurt as well Lawrence is banged up Saints are good in the mid 80s this is Pat Swilling and Mills and you know a lot of other good players exactly right And Lawrence is a Sunday night football game, I believe, right? Correct. Uh, The defense dominated the game, and he was phenomenal in what, maybe three sacks, a few forced fumbles.
2: They the only way he could play is they strapped him up. So they took his arm and they strapped it to his uh, chest. To his chest, so he couldn't. So he had one arm, correct?
0: And they played him with one arm, and
2: he got three sacks. Mm-hmm. With one arm, yeah. one arm.
0: So you, so like they would show the broadcast. They'd be like, "And here's Lawrence Taylor with he's playing with one arm." They really didn't know. That's not how they talked in the eighties. was like they, the 40s. They, they,
2: yeah. What the hell was that? I don't uh, know. They, 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 they put him in like a uh, hmm, know, some sort. It's of, like
0: a sling, almost.
2: Yeah, but it was tied to his thing. I remember yeah, it's, Ronnie, it's Ronnie, Ronnie Barnes. He couldn't do it. I so know. anyway, he he and he dominates. But the thing was remarkable to me, and I was saying, "Holy shit!" is during the week, the guy couldn't move. I mean, I really had to help him. We had an appearance, I remember, on Tuesday night of that game. Yeah, and you're and, putting his clothes And on. I'm putting his clothes on. I mean, he couldn't. He couldn't move. There you go. See them putting it, the thing it, around him. It, oh, wow! It, it was incredible. So, right, so it's that's that's if you want one to look, story. If you want to look it up on
0: YouTube, it's LT Game Tape, and it's known as the Pain Game. Yeah, 1988
2: versus the Saints. That's you on get YouTube. To see yep. it. All yes. right. I'll yep. I'm gonna watch And Parcells talks about it. It was like the. This like yeah, is one of his crowning moments. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. Right, so what's I, your second I, one? I, I would say that would be uh, one that that's I, a good I I remember to him. And yeah, let's go
0: off the field.
2: The other one would be Friday nights of home games when his buddies from uh Williamsburg, Virginia, would come to his house no. and they would play you know they would play cards, drinking games right. yeah. and they didn't care who he was. He yeah. was Lonnie, that was his nickname? Yeah. He was Lonnie, and they would beat him up, <laughs> not physically <laughs> okay, okay. they we would talk trash all the time and twice they kicked some people out of the house. I remember being there one time and he kicked the guys out of the house. He Not made them go them to a hotel cuz it really pissed them off at one point. But he was just like it was like you hanging around with the guy, you your boys when yeah. you grew up. I love those Friday nights. Yeah. You know, I was probably out of half a dozen of them over the years but yeah. it, it was terrific. It was terrific. And the one thing about Lawrence hated watching TVs, loved watching cartoons. i come into the house he's watching cartoons. Always. Always. What's is he what's he doing now? He lives in South Florida. Lawrence is a survivor. I, I don't, you know, I see him, um, you know, once a year maybe yeah. at yeah. a charity event. I just saw him about three months ago or so yeah. and always gives me a big hello. And Did and, you get him that. in any given Sunday? No. He was great. When I w- was representing him. See, that's, uh, that's another thing about Lawrence. I wanted him to get a theatrical agent mm. and he didn't do it. Mm. But. What we did was he was on this series called First and Ten. It was on HBO. Yeah, I remember it. And the star of the show was one O.J. Simpson. Wow. So when I go out there to the filming, there were some afternoons that they we would finish at noon and we wouldn't be back on the set at four. We'd go to the Brentwood house, and those two guys would play hoops, and I would just right? watch. Wow! And, you know, those are two competitive guys. That's the other thing about Lawrence Taylor. He will not let you he will not let you win. We would play tennis together. He kicked my ass. (laughs) We would, we would play ping pong. He would, I did a little bit better there, Yeah, you know, or cards with his buddies. He didn't want to lose. Um, I'll just tell you one other story and then we need to move on from Lawrence Taylor. Who who won the
0: basketball games?
2: Uh, Lawrence won. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I I had an occasion or two of holding ten thousand dollars in my hand for a golf match between Lawrence Taylor and Michael Jordan. Yeah, right. I was going to say they played some golf. Back yeah, in the day. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did have that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, but you were the. Consigli- I have other things in moments. my in my career besides Lawrence. Taylor. Well, oh, course, we
0: don't care. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Who won those matches, though? Uh, I
2: probably the one, won the memorable one is uh, Michael one.
0: And how much shit talking was between those two there? Two North Carolina guys going at it.
2: It was a little bit. Like, are you
0: uncomfortable in those situations when you're there? Because, but you're, you're like taking it all in, but you're also invested in one of the guys and you're holding the money. Did it get serious of those two? Like, sometimes you i'm a hoops
2: guy. I was in awe of Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, a little guy from bayonne New Jersey, you know, sitting there. I'm holding money with Lawrence Taylor and, and yeah. Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan? Yeah. I was wondering, and I mean, you know. You're,
0: you're at these Friday night parties with LT's friends, and they're giving him a hard time. Yeah. Michael Jordan's there, and you're just, th- like, how is... How I'm is driving they- a golf cart. Yeah, how are they reacting to you? Is, is Jordan talking to you? Oh, yeah, of course. We're all talking. Oh, man. We're all talking. Th- that's they're that's all funny.
1: crapping on Steve at that point. <laughs> they're just nope. talking crap to nope. him. No? Nope.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I like... Oh, only, oh. It only got heated when... when michael told lawrence i don't take checks (laughs) i don't take checks so that that got heated it got really heated and lawrence is like oh yeah what the hell i had to make i had to make i had to get a western union transfer
1: oh that's amazing that's wow.
2: amazing. That's the end of these stories. All Can right, we move good. on? Yeah. Well,
1: first of all, he's an amazing sports you, fan. Yeah. This is one of the things I want to talk about. I mean, first, forget basketball, the loyal friend he is. He goes to you the NCAA tournament. Buddies. Yeah, he goes to the NCAA tournament every year with a group of buddies. They pick a oh, city fun. out. They do a weekend there. His thing is, though, and what we talk about a lot as friends, is the Yanks. We love the Yankees. He's Thank been, you for
0: being his outlet for this. He's he needs been somewhere.
1: 40 years. 40, 40 straight 44. 44 straight opening days at Yankee Stadium. That's what kind of Yankee fan wow. he is. He's the kind of guy that you're like, where are you? And he's like, I'm in South Africa, but I'm coming home to go to the Yankees opener, and then I'm going to go back. <laughs> and I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> I've been to uh, three final fours at night in Yankee openers during the day. Wow. Flying back and forth.
0: What is it about the Yankee opener that you have to be there for?
2: Uh, Other than the street, I'm a big tradition guy. Uh, you can ask a lot of my friends and family. I'm all, I'm all about traditions. Yeah. And um, and this is one of them. It started, and the ironic thing is the Yankee 44 uh, home opening streak started at Shea Stadium because the Yankee Stadium was under construction right. in 1975. Well, you know,
0: babies don't come out one year's old. So uh, here be, we go. Be, <laughs> here we go. Could be five
1: years. In Did it our way. Yeah. Hey, this is the story they tell about you all the time. They love it.
0: All right, keep telling your Yankee thing.
2: Uh, you know. So yeah, Yankees. Growing up, um, you know, growing up in, like I said, Bayonne, New Jersey. It was all about idols back then. Oh. So you know, I have. Um, back then, Mickey was at the Mickey Mantle was at the end of his career. So I latched on to the Yankees. Uh, Joe Willie was in his career. And uh I am uh this will be my 30, He's a Jets fan. He
1: has Lawrence Taylor, he's a Jets fan. Thirty-nine
2: years, jet season ticket holder. Wow uh and been have been to thirty-nine straight jet home openers. <laughs> Man. Um so on the thirty-ninth will be on September nineteenth. Uh September sixteenth. So you might be the jinx. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Um, maybe, I, I was maybe. alluding. I was alluding to
0: your speech. One of my favorite things, the Super Bowl, uh, 16W. You guys have your parties, and you always love to give a speech. And I like it because you give good speeches. But you had a moment in the last speech I thought it was great. This I think is it was, Super
1: Bowl 50, San Francisco. No, no, right? this is this is the last. This one This is this year. I didn't go this year. Yeah,
0: you missed out. Good yeah. party. Well, some uh, of us had to work. So non-clients go. Yeah, I walked. I walked in, and, and Rossner looked at me and goes, "Oh, who brought you? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> who invited right? you here?" But was it number 25? Was that? it? Was he goes. He goes. We're celebrating. I can't do it. Right now. He goes. We're celebrating a 25th anniversary. But as my friend Frankie Vuno told me, you don't come out the womb at one years old. So technically, this is 24. So we're gonna have another 25th year anniversary next year. That's <laughs> right. So when you come just to threw Atlanta, two 25th year anniversary. That's yes. it. I like the way that you That's roll That's the way you do it. That's yes. Atlanta's gonna be big. We'll be there. Do you look at the Super Bowl locations? Like, do you look at the Final Four? Like, have you done all that
2: legwork already? Yeah, we don't go to Final Four. We always go to the first round. Oh, that's the best one. Because for lots of reasons. Better cities. Yeah. uh, Back in the day when I wasn't in the industry, I've been going to the last 26 or seven years with two of my high school buddies. Yeah. And what we do is as soon as we get in our seats – for the Thursday first game, we like to go Thursday S- Saturday. Yeah. We then look at the program and we pick our site for next year. Wow! So we will be going to Hartford this year. We're going to stay local. Well, okay. One of my friend lives in St. Louis, another one lives in DC, so gotcha. it's not local for them. Right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so but well, we have traditions. Uh, best Italian restaurant uh, that we can find for for Wednesday night. Nice. Thursday we go to the games we uh we fly a box of Zaybars in for all day of eating on uh on Friday, and I we didn't do know that we do not li- we do not leave the room because we're hoop fanatics and we like to watch all the games. Friday night we have a steakhouse deliver their steaks to the to our room We all fl- we all um we all this uh, room must be a mess oh wow we, we, it's my suite by the way um we also, each of us, fly in uh, two bottles of wine, and depending on what year, there'll be a third. So there's at least seven bottles of wine, that, and there's a tradition that you, they have to be 95 rated, which is a pretty high-weighted wow. weight, uh, uh, wine, right. one Italian, one uh, Napa, so that we can have Where it with nobody's all our mirrors. Teeth get purple like uh, <laughs> and, and And then by Saturday, we're just kind of like, it's enough already. One year, we went to Omaha. Did you go out for the steaks that year? We went out. There's not Italian in Omaha, is there? We went out to Italian restaurant. Okay. O- o-
0: Olivier Garden. Okay. It was incredible.
2: <laughs> we went out for the Italian restaurant. We got back in our hotel Wednesday. The hotel was connected to the arena. The next time we had fresh air was Sunday morning oh when we gosh. went to the oh my we gosh. never left the hotel I'm we worried never about left you. that
0: I'm worried that like before you leave the house every day you're like I got to touch I got to touch the door knob and I got to touch the floor it's tradition you love tradition It <laughs> was the OCD
2: thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't
0: know I'm getting a little worried
1: Well Just after I you. mean if we really so this is I mean this is our list right here if anybody remembers <laughs> our list or HBO, I mean this is Johnny I hate when people say I that I know you do. <laughs> even you Christopher He's Johnny agent though and can you show everybody your flip your flip phone? Bring out your phone. This is this guy. I mean, Howie Long, Chris Collinsworth, Phil Sims, Ron it's Darling, Verizon, LG, and it broke a month or two ago. And he went and got another one. Like most people would go, okay, I guess I'll get the. Yeah, what's the retail? Okay, on then that's one not right.
2: Six dollars. That's not. That's not right. No, what's I about? have three in the draw, so I don't have to go buy them. Oh, you don't. Okay, you, you have them saved up. Yes, because <laughs> what happened is at one point, unless you activate, unless you you have to activate them. Yeah, you can't just buy them anymore. Right. So when I knew that they were switching, I just just got the three in the corner just in case. Now they changed the rule. See if you wait long enough, this will happen. He never gets the last my... time I bought it because of the uh, kind of um, um, package that I'm on. Yeah, yeah. It cost me ninety nine cents. What
1: for wow. the
0: phone?
2: Yeah.
1: Wow! But he doesn't get like my middle finger emojis I sent to him and
0: stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, he like out a, of that. Yes, he yeah. They it. come out
2: as a box. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very yes. good. I
0: know how you might have a grandma. Okay, <laughs> no, it's unreal. I, Wait, what is the advantage of a flip phone?
1: Very
2: simple. Um, His daughter is laughing yeah. off the uh, off the yeah, edge of the room here. Very simple. I like to control my own destiny. <laughs> so, a flip phone will let me be connected when I want to be. So if I knew if I had texts and I can get, e- uh, I mean, texts on it, if I can get emails, I'd be on this all day long. I don't want to be that connected to life. I, I want to be connected that. when I want to be. So I carry an iPad when I want to be connected. And when I don't, here you go. I've heard about it. But I have iPad. to ask you one thing, Christopher. Yes. Is there one time that you haven't been able to get in touch with No, before? never. Not one time. He okay. is. Hey, listen, you cannot, there is no way. That you can have clients like Howie Long for twenty five years, Chris Sims for uh, Chris Sims, Phil Sims, Phil Sims for twenty years, Howie Long for twenty five years, Chris Collinsworth for eighteen years. You just can't do it unless you 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 are reliable and being yeah. able to get reached.
1: How and, do you do it? That's I really I don't think I've ever I don't I am really amazed because I get sick of my phone or emails whatever it is dealing with the personalities. Presidents of certain, you know, corporations dealing with, I just, I'm amazed at how your head doesn't pop off at
2: times. Um, you know, been doing it 35 years. So I've kind of gotten the way that it works for me, which is very easy. I mean, my father was a dry cleaner for 40 something years, a very successful one, by the way, in, in Manhattan. It's all about customer service. And like, I try to get something done around my house. I call a plumber. They don't get back to you or they come like a week late saying, how the hell have they got their business? I don't understand. I would never have to have my business that. So my thing was always, always reach out, always talk, talk, always try to be connected and knock on wood for the guys that I've had that long, you know, I've represented them for 25 years. They're part of my family. I've been, when their kids got born, when their kids got married, when my kids got born, you know, at, at, unfortunately funerals you know good times bad times we're together yeah and you know that 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 leads to at this point in my career trust and it's Mm -hmm. all about trust i'm you know i'm not saying i'm the greatest at what i do but at least my clients know that i have their best Mm interests, and to me that's the most important thing that they can rely on me that they they could trust me again they might disagree which is fine And, you know, truthfully, I like a disagreement every once in a while because it keeps me on my toes. Why should you do this? Or why shouldn't we do it? Why shouldn't we try to go a little bit longer on the contract versus shorter? You know, my guys are getting a little bit older, some of the guys I represent. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen? On the other hand, young guys like Christopher... You know, you want to keep your opportunities open. You're welcome. You know, we never had had, uh, Bleacher Report. You know, uh, Bleacher Report wasn't around six or seven years ago, and look at it now.
0: I thought he was going to launch you into an airport accountability rant right there. I thought that was going to be really good. Like, your little plumber thing, he was walking through an airport being like, do none of you take your job seriously?
2: Yes. (laughs) Well, now, about Christopher. Can we talk about Christopher? Perfect.
0: Uh, But before that, but before... (laughs) <laughs> go ahead what do you want to talk about with me yeah where do you want to go let's go a lot, a lot me of and you versus him. 2 a lot of a lot
2: of, mem- a lot of memorable a lot of moments with christopher over the years yes we have and like you know at the beginning uh, when he was coming out of school sure you know remember being with him at the at the uh uh not blue gray game at the uh east west, shrine game. east west shrine game yeah senior ball senior ball yeah you know trying to help him through the process, right? you know? And he gave me that day, he gave me a Texas uh, sweatshirt. He said, I want you to have this. It was, and I still have it and wear it to this day. It's a meaningful thing for me. Yeah, it, re- yeah. it remembers, you know, not only Christopher, but, you know, I was kind of part of his family then, right? Sure. Yeah. You know, it was like when Howie asked me to represent uh, Chris Long. Yes. Right. You know, I mean, you take that, you know, I don't take that lightly. You know, it's one thing about representing them, but if you tr- if they trust you with their children, yeah. that's really a... a I, thing. I actually went through a
1: phase early in my career, and I was young and dumb, where I was like, he was so close to me, I was a little uncomfortable almost with the fact that he was representing me. I was like... I was twenty two, twenty, and I'm like, oh, I might say things to him. He might tell my dad. I got a little weird with it for a little while, so I broke ties with him for a few years, and yeah. then I realized I was stupid, and that, that trust that, was that,
2: way more important. That, and, that was that was later on, and yeah. you know, and, and truthfully, when we ha- when we had that conversation uh, about you know, afterwards, he called me for some advice, and yeah. he was saying, I said, Chris, I just want to let you know, I had no problem with you. I didn't understand it. Maybe we could talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But I've been around it long enough to know that that was the reason. It wasn't really about me personally. It was more of his thing than my thing. Yeah. I knew, you know, first of all, as I probably told him that, you know, I'm still going to pay the mortgage if you're a client or not. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he but, likes you to know, say that to me. But <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you that, you know, if you want somebody who really cares about you yeah. and not just about, you know, the fee you're going to make, then I'm here. And if you want to reconnect, I'm cool. Let's do it. So you were so.
0: worried he was going to tell Phil on you? Yeah, it just, he was
1: so close to me. I was almost felt like it was invasive. Like I was like, he was wanna and and like, I don't know. You know, I no. wasn't the perfect young citizen at that point either, but it was just all of it. I just felt
2: like, oh, Whiscally. I'm hearing from yeah, my but,
1: agent, and then I'm also. But I have my, to
2: give you credit. When you were a perfect young, what did you call it? Yeah, young lad or and maybe. When yeah. you weren't that, you fessed up to it. I usually you, did. You, yes. you would call him and you would say, hey, Yep. I, I fucked up. I fucked up. Right. You know? Yeah so all right. So all right. Yeah. You know, and I did too when I was young. So let's see how we can make this work. That's yeah. right. So that's one memorable thing. Yeah. Doran, you know, uh gave him suggestions on who should do his contract. And we meet we met with them and went through that process. Yeah. Um, you know, a horrible not a horrible, not a great memory was the night of his house during the draft. It was a oh, story. It, it was a, it was a rough Rough day. That was a rough day. rough day. And, and I was there early, X. and I was there to the end. And um, I have to tell you, I went home and I was, I was really bummed. I was really and bummed. I was back with the not first three four rounds were not, the same day. Not, well, it was the first three. First three was. I'm yeah. saying first yeah. three yeah. Right. the same so day. So anyway, we that was one. Uh, we talked about. Um, we, we talked about. Uh, you know the, uh, the recruiting, the Big, the big Twelve game. Right.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, you really bring up the positive
2: positivity here. So. Well, I'm going to get. I mean, the playoff game in Wa- against oh. Washington was you know just incredible. Yeah, it was like it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, was unbelievable, I'm and that fine. guy should have caught the ball. Edel <laughs> Shepherd. So yeah. okay, hope and, he's okay. And, and then talking about you know crisis, I had to tell his father about the spleen. Right. Oh, he didn't realize
0: the. His dad was on the air in Pittsburgh. Yeah,
2: and he was on I the way, never this. and I got the call from. Um, for, no, that the team called me because they had my. I was dealing with. I was doing with the promotional guys all the time. Yeah. and they called me and told me, and I had to get Phil on the phone, and he had just clicked uh, something. Somebody had just told him, or whatever, so. Then we had to go into that mode about you know what that meant, mm. and we all didn't know what that meant, and you know that was a, that was a scary time. Yeah. And then I was with Chris a lot during um, during the rehab, and I yeah. could see he was really frustrated; it wasn't going well, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he couldn't get it back. And we were trying to you know the, the different doctors and yeah. going up to uh, Canada, Canada to right. do that. I would see him train, and uh, you went to Paris. You know, I did go to Paris, yeah. and. Um, But this is where, when you talked about being close, his father needed something too. His father needed a conversation about this. Phil's a very close to the vest guy. Sure. And he doesn't open up. But I remember one time I went over to the house. He, He asked me to come up. And he was, you know, he was pretty shaken up about it. You know, he was not only concerned about his career, but, you know, he was concerned about you know your health and how you were going to handle this because I think push come to shove he probably didn't he probably didn't know that if you were ever going to get back to where you were right right so then he was saying this is my son what you know what's next for him right you know and then you know Chris bounced around and I remember you know the Denver thing you call in and say what do you think and I said, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you yeah, a plate. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, Marv uh, that, or uh, yeah, or yeah. Condon.
1: I think it was Condon. Condon. I'm yeah. saying,
2: uh, what? I couldn't believe I it. Thought, I thought maybe my flip phone wasn't uh, working. <laughs> maybe the emojis maybe. are all bad. I maybe. went out to Denver,
1: and I was just starting to feel good, and they wanted he me to get a good workout. They wanted me to go out and work out. I and remember I was, that, and I, I was like, that. "Damn, okay, I'm ready to go to the workout." But the problem was, I'm not joking. You, it was 50 mile per hour winds outside. And I was like, man, I could be Brett Favre right now and they're not they might not know. And I was so juiced up, but they brought me out there and I just remember just I was just like, I'm Slice gonna rip him. everyone through the the wind. And I threw about twenty balls and they looked at me, and they're like, Okay, we're gonna go get a deal done and that was it
2: I remember you working out for the Pro Scouts at Giant Stadium yeah right remember because you had to find a place that there was I had a to do rule. A,
1: yeah you had to have a rule it had to be somewhere within 20 miles of where you grew up yeah. I didn't want to go back to Texas and do my pro day there I wanted to train up here in Jersey be in my element right you know have moms cooking all yeah. that kind of
0: stuff sleep in your bed and
1: yeah so then you have to find a place to have your workout somewhere close to your home so is, Giant so, Stadium so Giant Stadium no not <laughs> the stadium the bubble the bubble the outside of Giant the Stadium the bubble
2: wow. and Phil decides he doesn't want to Go so I I represented. Yeah, never. Wants uh, to move. No, you know Phil was sensitive to it. He, he was. It was, was. Well, no, I get you it. Know. Phil was. Don't forget, he was separation. He was not. He was not only, you know, the quarterback. He was. He was, you know, the number one analyst. So he was seeing a lot of these people every week. So he yeah. wanted to. He thought being there would have been a negative. So we. But I think looking back at some of that, maybe he might have changed his mind. But, yeah. You know, we went through the same thing with Matt. Right.
0: Yeah. It's. It's. Right. I get why Phil doesn't. We want Phil in the Hall of Fame really bad. At least I do. Chris tries to stay out of it and be like really diplomatic, which is adorable. Uh, but <laughs> we. I want to start pressuring some local media guys, and even if it's not just playing days, the twenty-five years. It's twenty-five years on CBS. Nineteen. Big twenty. About yeah. twenty years plus inside the NFL and all that. I mean, I, I want it to happen sooner than later. And I know that you probably feel that way too, so I guess I'm asking you to join. Can you join the movement? You have to no. fight
1: David Baker yeah. at the Super
2: Bowl party. Yes. <laughs> David Baker and you thumb war and then battle to <laughs> the deck. Can't be involved. You can't? Nope. I've gotten the uh the Phil told you to shut the hell up about Did it. he? After the fifth time I brought it, up. I'm sure. Really? Yeah. Oh, he, so you were you kind of launched? this I asked to the him human. if we could go for a little campaign a couple of years. Yeah, ago. maybe no, maybe six, seven years ago. Yeah, he said absolutely not. Yeah, he's, he's just not going to let that yeah, happen. He's oh. not. He's not going to let it happen. But I believe It'd be a good surprise. All right. See, the problem that we're going to have with Phil getting in the Hall of Fame kay. and the same thing, truthfully, with Boomer. Boomer's got some really good numbers. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Is just because the day and age of the numbers that are going to come. These guys are going to put unbelievable numbers up. You're going to get a lot more first-timers in the, in, in the Hall of Fame than ever before, which I believe is a little bit of a joke. Yes, I did. All right, Because of the numbers that they were able to put up while they were playing, they're going to look at Phil's numbers and Boomer's numbers and Kenny Anderson's numbers, yeah. and they're going to say, well, we got to put this guy in. He threw for, you know... Right. 40,000 more yeah. yards yeah. or whatever it's going to be. That's right. crazy. So, yeah, so that's going to be a little bit, but... Um, they need, like, you also gonna, The one Parcells. thing that they don't... They, the one thing... and oh, listen, everybody says, okay, the second Super Bowl he got hurt, and he doesn't... Yeah. He doesn't okay, but, you know, he he... Does get some sort of credit. They were 11 and Yeah, they were 11-2. Two or something when they got hurt.
0: Exactly like Carson Wentz this year.
2: But that's... Yeah, you and your Eagles. Um, Super Bowl um, champions, Mr. Rosner. Okay, so you finally were able to say it. Hey, it felt good. I haven't been able to say it since 69, so you beat me. Um, You'll get that feeling eventually. I I hope so. Don't worry about it. Okay, I say start Bridgewater. Um, (laughs) FYI, since you asked. Um, (laughs) But um, Phil... Um, you also got to, you know, everybody talks about that, but they don't talk about the system that he played in. Oh, His yeah. best wide receiver ever was Lionel Marino. Nothing against Lionel. Yeah, I mean, Bavaro was obviously a, a really good player. Right. Uh, but you, you only can do so much from, from inside. And um, and I was looking at some stat at once. I sent this stat to uh, to Boomer and Phil. I can't remember exactly about how many touchdown passes – within the five yard line oh. that each of them had compared to Brett Favre oh. they probably don't even it doesn't even exist Brett I Favre had more I think I remember more in yeah. two years than Phil has his because if you remember he would throw a bootleg He mm. they they throw to the Bubba Franks in the back they would throw these yeah. you he know Mark Chamorro they, yeah, they would yeah. throw one or two yards right. I don't know if it was just a pad Brett's numbers or not but you know Parcells was running the ball. He was giving it to Mo Cawthron. He was giving it to Joe Morris. He was giving it to O.J. Anderson. He was going to run the ball. There is no way that Coach Parcell is throwing it from the two-yard line. Yeah, right. Exactly it's not right. happening. No.
0: And no. it's such a huge part of today's game, Well, too.
1: yeah, it is. It is. It, it did become a little bit padding stats, right, just because at the end of the day, I do think, like, certain offenses, they're very aware of their quarterback's numbers. It yeah, makes if you,
2: them look good. If you talk to guys in the era with Phil, though, Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's something else. You know, I represented uh, Troy Aikman and Steve Young early, early in my career. Right. Uh, they had uh, both won a Super Bowl at the time I was representing them, and uh, they would always talk about. Phil and how tough he was and mm. how he threw that ball and how tough it was throwing the ball at giant stadium. Yeah. That's another thing. I yeah. know. I know you, know, I you like throw it, need... you throw in Dallas, you know, the roof is covered half yeah. the time. Stevie. Okay. When he played a candlestick. Yeah. There was blowing. Yeah. But you know, he also had Jerry Rice. Right. Um, you know, so the combination, but when your peers talk about it, that's a whole different thing. And you know, those are, you know, just two guys who I represented that really talked. You know, yeah.
0: I feel like that's why the, he kind of needs like Belichick and Parcells to come out and like explain the history. And I feel like Belichick is that kind of guy where if he says we really need to look back and, and appreciate what happened in the style of the game and the air, the atmosphere in which he played, and and how he was the only quarterback that maybe could have played for Parcells and taken that beating. I have an played.
2: idea for you as part of your. Yes, so you're taking this role, right? Yeah. What is it? Wait, are you, you? left co PR? He yeah, calls well, it. No, 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 PR. President of the Phil Sims getting in the whole yes. thing. I want you to go to a press conference that. New England, With Belichick. and I want just and out of nowhere, just ask him. By the do you way, think that do you think that Phil Simms should be? I feel like honest? if that I
1: would get... actually be a really good skid for the show. That's I... it, bingo. We should go up. Well, okay, I... I, I say yeah, yep, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, I'm in. Send all him right. up. All right, good. All right. So my thing though is, I can we like get I... your driver to drive him up there? Yeah, let's right? go. Jason. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Send Jason up. All right, I want to do
0: one last thing before you go because you've given us plenty of your time and I appreciate it. I want you to put on back your player representation hat, Sims christopher is going to be odell beckham i am going to be the giants organization and i'd like you to be representing odell and so if you could just you know pitch him uh to me and how you would do it if you're representing odell trying to get this deal done
2: before the season all right first before i play your little uh you know uh it's a game Yeah, it's a good game game or you know the scenario impromptu you know uh improvisational I know. yeah that's the yeah. word he I'm wants to see for. you in action yes yeah, okay. i want to feel it i would prefer to be gettleman because i don't think he should get i i i really? think the giants have done the right thing so far all right right so all right you could be gettleman that's even better okay
0: <laughs> all right so then we're both going to be odell's agents <laughs> okay, okay perfect All right, but, you're gettleman okay. okay we're the agents okay uh mr gettleman thank you so much for having us here okay Wish: <laughs> hog mollies.: <laughs> uh, We honestly wish it was a few weeks sooner. Frankly, we kind of think it should have been a year ago uh our client mr odell beckham jr uh in your minds is the best wide receiver to ever play the game possibly talent-wise
1: well well, i mean hey listen it's hard to argue that guys like julio jones and some of these other receivers that are being paid more than odell beckham jr is good or better than him at this point of his career he's in the prime right now he's in the prime look at your quarterback stats your quarterback not very good unless odell's on the field with him so you want to win one
0: more two more do right by the guy who's been a Professional this yes, offseason. In fact, he's been such a professional. He's been here. He's performed in in eleven on elevens. He's practiced with the team. He's been sterling off the field, except for that one video that, Mister Ketelman. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're, we're tracing it back to the New York Giants organization. How that got out from two years ago, but that's for a different
2: meeting. Get out of my fucking office.
0: <laughs> that's how you start that right
1: there.
2: If you tell me that it came from my organization. (laughs) Well, first of all, let me tell you, we also believe he is a great, great talent. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. And we do want him part of this organization. However, there is a system in place. Okay? And the system is very simple. Okay? He signed his first contract. He had no complaints about it. Okay? He has performed well, but you'd have to agree He's been somewhat injured, especially last year, the year now, a year later, without really performing for almost two years that you want your money, which we're, we're willing to give you more money, okay? However, just not forget, we don't need to do this, okay? We don't need to do this. Your players association have signed an agreement that is in place right now that says we really don't have to pay him. And we don't have to pay him for the next... We have to pay him, but we can franchise him for the next two years. We can control him for the next... You're going to throw
0: these two franchises at me with a guy of Odell's character that you know is the face of the franchise and
2: maybe the entire But But hold it. The money that we're talking about on the franchise tag is not chump change my now
0: client needs security long-term security. long-term security. okay you are out here throwing one-year we deals will, we like
2: will. he's some jamoke then let's no no i never said that don't put words in my mouth okay so what i would do is tell you this we <laughs> will look for an insurance policy that will that we both can agree on that will take care of him but at the same time we are willing to negotiate okay but do you believe as my best as my late NFL? mother says, you can't be a chaza, okay? All <laughs> Sims, right. Sims doesn't know that. So if you, if I offer you sixteen and a half million dollars, yeah. and you want eighteen million, we want to pay you sixteen million. It's mm. your choice not to sign it, okay? And what he's making now is eight million more. Then we're going to rip it up. So if you want to take a chance for an extra million or two. To squeeze us here without the guy playing, mm. okay? We can say no, and you're going to cost your client eight million this year because we're going to pay him eight point five million what his contract calls for. All right, now flip. And it. by the way, we think he has been a good citizen, okay? And John Mara, who I just talked to a couple minutes ago <laughs> before you came in, I just wanted to touch base with him. Yeah, yeah. What and he that? said, "Tell these folks that we are we love the guy." And he has lived up to it, so now let's try to get a deal done that works for both of us and not just you guys.
0: I see what you did there. So you started off very complimentary. In the middle, the insurance policy kind of took care of the whole long-term yeah, thing that was right. good. But flip it. If you were then representing Odell and you heard that, what, mm-hmm. is the, what is the Odell line back to that?
2: You know, I really don't care about anybody else. I'm talking about my guy. Yeah, You know? My guy has performed. My guy has made your quarterback look maybe not as old as he looks. Okay? And granted, he has been hurt. But this is a vicious sport. Yeah. Okay? People get hurt. Mm. Okay? Maybe you shouldn't have played him in that preseason game that you played him in. That's right. Like at that point. So why don't we just not, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we be creative? Okay? Now, creative is very easy. You're a deal okay. maker, not a deal breaker. Okay, he he's heard that at least twenty times. Okay, so why don't we just What's do, why don't mean? we do this? Okay. okay, you want it's all about guaranteed money, Total or is it about the overall money? So that's two different things. Okay, so let's make sure that we're on the same page there. That's one. Two is we also have a salary cap that we have to. All right, that means upfront money. That means signing bonus. All right, so let's work out something there that can that we both can live with it. You get your guaranteed money, but the bottom line is, if you're going to want to be the highest paid player, we're concerned about that. Oh, you because... flipped your back to
0: the Giants. I didn't know who you were representing.
2: So... No, no, no. Uh, I understand. Uh, oh. the... yeah. okay. <laughs> I forgot who I was representing. But Odell Beckham. Yes. Okay. There's another guy who played in this town, Amani Toomer. Another guy who played in this town.
0: Plaxico Burris.
2: Another guy who played in this town who were green. Uh, That he kept saying he wanted to be the highest paid player. But then when somebody else becomes the highest paid player, he's knocking on the door two years later. So, I will tell you one thing. I'm going to go back to... Gettleman. Okay, Gettleman. Okay. If we give you your money, you're going to sign a piece of paper that you're not going to come knock on our door for five years. Mm -hmm. I'll give you the money. I'll give it to you now. I don't want to hear it again. Like a Julio Jones type of thing. That's it. Do not come in because Darrell Rivas came in all those times. Yes. When he was under contract, he made us look like the bad guys, but he was the one who really was the Chaza and yeah. not us. Right.
0: That was
1: well done. Don't be a Chaza. That was great. Chaza. 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 Really? Give me a little Chaza. Chaza. Yeah.
2: Chaza. Chaza. Chaza.
0: Chaza.
1: Chaza. Chaza. Like lahayim, Almost. There, there you go. No, no, there not, you go. You're not
0: getting any L'haim. friction. L'haim. There there, it is. there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, see? I got a little, I
0: told you. I got a little Jewish. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's like, I'm 2% Jewish. Oh, man, <laughs> right. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, family- sorry, I'm not allowed in the tribe. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Their whole family's translucent. Uh, you know,
2: yeah, yeah. That was be, good. It's got to be 10%. That's, it's got to be. It's, you know. Kind yeah. <laughs> <gotta laughs> <rolling>, rule. <laughs> you know, if we're gonna do Plus it, let's do, minor, it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's do it. What you got, Sims?
1: He, he. I don't. He. I don't know. He's the whitest person as well. And he goes on a vacation to her Anguilla, and he goes and just gets absolutely torched, yeah. like
0: severe. To the point where Sims came up to me the next day and was like, I'm really concerned about your Like, shoulders.
1: his shoulders were as red as your shirt. I mean, they were just layers of
2: skin.
0: But now I have really smooth shoulders because right. it's all brand new well, skin. Well, I've
2: learned a long time ago. Oh, what'd you learn? <laughs> your Mind pauses. your own business. <laughs> mind your own business let other people live their lives because you really don't know what's really behind the closed door yeah i know but you know i know you've known him for a long time but you know i bet you don't know everything about him
1: no i don't he i tell him everything about me he keeps secrets we don't have an equal relationship
0: how did this turn on me in the last five Five minutes i'm a great person
2: huh but yeah, I don't tell. Right. Them See, alone. you're a great person. Nobody said you weren't. So where would that come from? Yeah, right. This is tough. Right. You know, where did that, that come yeah. from? Yeah, that was a little like guilt plea there, right? Yeah, no, you it know, it sounds like my uh, da- that da- sounds like
0: my daughter's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I just got attacked again. At I'm uncomfortable. I'm starting to sweat. You know Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, thank hey, you. is a lot of fun. We've yeah. been talking about
1: right.
2: you, so it's good everybody gets to hear your voice finally. Yeah. As I told my wife, they must be you know light on guests this week.
1: No, we're kind of a big deal. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. We're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: two things. We knew that you were going to have the stories, and we knew that your voice for the audio was going to be perfect. Yes. and You, you lived know, up to
2: early on in my career, people th- asked me if I was in the radio business. Mm. Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Oh, you hear that
0: music?
1: That, that means, means we're done. Up. We're
0: done. Steve, you're the man, dude. All right. Appreciate Good you, man. You, How Christopher. Was,
1: uh, thank you. Steven. Always a pleasure. Always. Always.
0: Oh. I'm just going to let it go. 16W. 16W. Check In the it house. For Sims. Peace out, homies. For, for Fendrick. Good evening. For Rosner. Steven. Christopher. <laughs> and for the LEF KOE. Man. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. And holla, 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 holla. Peace.